We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Somebody who's out there every day and uh, does more than speculate. He, he reports the facts and has done for a long time. Alan Pupar from the uh, Dolphins.com is kind enough to join us this evening. Alan, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Blue. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. well. Right, This is the season for you. As you say to me when you see me during high school season, you say, this is your season. Well, this is your season. And uh, certainly started out with a bang. Everybody uh, coming in, you get a chance to see some, some of these guys now with pads and see what they could do. Talk about uh, what it's like finally to get this thing going after months of speculating on how uh, the Dolphins are going to tank and they're going to do this and... And now all these players are out in front of you. You get a chance to watch them every day and uh, see what they have. Uh, uh, minds change quickly and probably daily because uh, a lot of kids, a lot of players are, you know, have tremendous days. Some of them don't. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick today, not so much, but he's had a pretty good opening few days. Talk about uh, what you've seen. Well, these are the days of analysis and over-analysis where every single thing is dissected. Uh, and conclusions are being made on a daily basis when they probably shouldn't be made on a daily basis, but that's the way it goes. Uh, it's a whole lot more fun, I would tell you, than the the off-season program, which has its value, but in terms of, of what you can get from it, from an analysis perspective, is really not the same. Uh, it's football in shorts, let's face it, when you get to training camp, especially once the pads come on, it's it's a little bit more like, like real football. It's more like it's actually real football, and then you take it another notch when the preseason games start. Actually, when the scrimmage starts, which will be Saturday at Hard Rock Stadium, yeah. take, take it up a little more, another notch when the preseason game come, and then, of course, they're real deal with the, the regular season. Um, so there's only so much you can take from the practices, but there's certain guys who clearly have jumped out and looked like they could be in line for some really good seasons. And I can tell you one guy who really stands out is, is Jerome Baker, the second-year linebacker from Ohio State, who looks really, really, really good. A little bit bigger than he was last year, moving really, really well. And in a lot of the 11-on-11 uh, 11 on 11 periods, he's getting to the quarterback, uh, really, really looking good. And Xavier Howard looking great, but that's no great shocker there. I mean, no no major revelation. The guy's a complete stud. Uh, offensively, you have a couple of guys who have taken a turn. Devontae Parker is having another great training camp, which is not something we have, we've never heard before. question with him is whether it'll carry into the regular season and whether he can – stay healthy for the duration and, and put up the kind of production that his talent level suggests that he should be able to do. Uh, Alan, when you take a look, too, and you were talking about Jerome Baker, uh, this is a linebacking core that, I mean, you have Kiko Alonso, who's been there for a few years. You have Raekwon McMillan, uh, who obviously feels, uh, when we had a chance to see him over at Edison that day, he said he just he, he feels good. He feels like he can make a contribution. Linebacking core is going to be very vital, uh, obviously, this year because of the fact that your secondary is really strong. Uh, it's been, you know, it's probably as athletic as it's been in years and versatile, too, if everybody stays healthy. Talk about the linebacking core. I mean, does this, it's not a very deep uh, linebacking core. Uh, did, do they have enough frontline players to, you know, to, to, to go to bat every Sunday? 
Well, there's one guy you haven't mentioned that really needs to be mentioned, and that's Sam McBowen. Okay. He's a guy the Dolphins signed as a CFL who played for, I believe it was the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yes. Who really has been impressive, made it some kind of an impact. Absolutely outstanding in coverage, getting a whole lot of reps with the first-team defense. So he's a guy who's all of a sudden in the mix. Uh, as much as the other guys you mentioned, I would expect Jerome Baker to make a big leap. They're also using a lot of defensive backs. I mean, I, I get the feeling this is going to be a a kind of defense that with the likes of which we haven't seen around here for a while, like a very unorthodox defense in terms of, of how they're going to line up. Uh, the expectation with Brian Flores coming over from the Patriots where there would be like a, like pretty much most mostly a 3-4 scheme. Uh, in camp, we're seeing an awful lot of four-alignment four linemen formations, awful lot of DBs on the field. So exactly how that's going to play out and exactly how many linebackers they need to make it work remains to be seen. Uh, again, I mentioned Baker. You figure at some point Kiko Alonso is going to have a role. You figure Raekwon McMillan is going to have a hole. And you're right. Ter- I will give you another name, though, and you probably will remember him from his high school days in Miami. It's Terrell Hanks. Yes, yes. Rookie yes. free agent who played at Norm- New Mexico. So I think he played at La Salle. Yes, he did. And and you know what? His freshman year, his first game in the swamp, he had nine tackles as a freshman and no one had a clue about him. But, yeah, he's a big-time kid. He, he, if he stays healthy, he, he's a big-body guy. Yeah, no, he's a good, too, and he's, he's got some speed. He can move, and he's one of those UDFAs and wouldn't shock me one bit if he made the roster. Wow. So, no, they don't have a whole lot of front-line players maybe a whole lot of like big name guys at linebacker and especially in terms of depth but i, I think they'll, they're okay okay they're, they're not as deep as the secondary i mean they're very deep in the secondary especially at safety they have a lot of guys they can do a lot of different things with on defense in the back end uh including tj mcdonald who's a guy who don't be shocked if you wind up seeing him taking snaps at linebacker uh, which only helps in terms of the versatility and what they can do on defense. Yeah, he's got size, so obviously that wouldn't be a, a huge stretch because he. And in fact, they were kind of hinting that way last year, uh, you know, using him more of those packages. But you have a whole new defense, and then, I mean, a, a whole de- new defensive scheme. Uh, and and for even for guys who cover this on a daily basis, this is this is all new territory because you've never dealt with this staff before. Uh, this is uh, all new for you, so you guys are going through kind of a learning uh, a learning stages as well. Talk about what you've uh, seen from this coaching staff uh, from Coach Flores that that you lot that you like a lot. Oh, there's a lot of things I like about him, and it's extraordinarily no nonsense. Uh, not a whole lot of putting around. Uh, I mean, there's some things that in terms of stressing discipline and all that, that you hear every summer from every coaching staff. So uh, it makes for a good copy, but it's set off often enough. Now we got the TNT wall where if the guys make a mental mistake, they'll jog to the end and touch, touch the wall, which is maybe not a big deal in itself. But when you're, you're practicing already in, in severe heat, the last thing you want to do is to have like run an extra hundred yard or 80 yards, whatever it is to go touch the wall because you made a mistake. Um, I love what they're doing on defense in terms of, again, disguising what they're doing, doing a lot of things differently. In the past, it's like every summer, every training camp you come in, and it's like basically said, okay, here's your 4-3 defense, wide line, whatever it was. Uh, and you got the feeling that pretty much it's going to be the same thing. This coach, again, based on the experience that, that they brought from New England, and based on what they've told us and what we've seen in practice, it's going to be a deal where it's going to be week to week, you're going to see something different. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be adjusted 
to the opponents to take away what they do best uh, and making it turning into a chess match with your, the talent of the players obviously involved. And I think it's going to lead for some, some decent results. I have very high hopes for this defense, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I agree. Alan Poupart joining us for Dolphins.com. And, yeah, I want to look up front because I, I love the pick of Christian Wilkins. I loved it on the night. I love it now. He's just energetic. He's a ball of fire. He's willing to learn anything. He's an intelligent guy. He's athletic. And then you pair him uh, with Godshaw, who I thought had, you know, as a guy, it's always willing to work as hard. And somebody who I think is on the clock this year is Charles Harris. He's got to replace some, you know, I mean, you look at Cameron Wake and what Cameron Wake did for this uh, organization. Charles Harris has got to come. I, I know that a lot of people were waiting for him the last last year to do something. He looks like, I, and I saw him, he looks a lot better in better shape. He got bigger. He seems a little bit quicker. Talk about him and, and his, you know, the, what you expect out of him. No, and the Dolphins absolutely need to have something big from him. I mean, that's the guy they picked in the first round two years ago. And, yeah. and let's be frank, he hasn't done a whole lot so far in his NFL career. But he, he does look bigger. I mean, I, I looked at, look at him, and he looks much wider on top. I asked him today if he was – heavier than he's been in previous training camps. He didn't give me an exact number, but he said, yeah, he he does believe he's heavier. And he's looked pretty solid so far in training camp. Uh, I want to touch on the defensive tackles because you yeah, mentioned uh, both both Wilkins and Devon Gasha. Do not sleep on Vincent Taylor, who has been absolutely lights out so far in camp. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's looked really good. And the other thing about Wilkins is we talk about the, how he's coachable and all that great personality and good work ethic. He moves that he moves that line up front. He's all, he's also been very impressive. So I think they've got a very very nice set of defensive tackles. Um, not a ton in terms of proven commodities as far as edge rushers are concerned. We met Charles Harris being one guy, which is why it's so important for yes. the Dolphins for him to really step it up. Uh, I would I would imagine that Brian Flores is going to find a way to put him in, in in advantageous situations to be able to help him in terms of the pass rush. Uh, but, yeah, he could be a key guy on this defense. Offensively, we touched with Devontae Parker, who looks awesome in these five weeks, and uh, but then all of a sudden fails to – or has failed. I'm not going to put, put that label on him, but it has failed to come up big. And, I mean, this is a big year because, I, to me, I think uh, having a guy like Kenny, Kenny Stills, who's, who's a worker around the clock, and then having a healthy Albert Wilson and then maybe Jakeem Grant. Because when Miami had the, the, the speed in there in those first couple of games last year and had the option to use, you know, an Albert Wilson and different situations or uh, Jakeem Grant speed. I mean, they you ha- they gave you something to think about. Oh, no question. I mean, those, those two guys were lights out. I mean, especially Wilson before he got hurt in that Detroit game in October. I mean, he was outstanding. Um, very encouragingly, uh, Coach Flores said uh, Wednesday morning that that Wilson is on schedule in terms of getting back in because so far all he's done is individual drills okay. uh, that he's going to be back at practice sooner rather than later. At least that's the hope uh, because he's a key guy on offense because he's in a very explosive town who you can use in a lot of different ways. Shoot, even through a touchdown pass last year, yeah. you can use him on the jet sweep and all that. Yeah. Reverting so, back to and, his old days. High school days. Absolutely. Yeah, and he was a running back at uh, – correct, a running back in high school. And then the thing with Parker is along – because with Stills, Grant, and Wilson, you have three speedy guys who are not necessarily big, but then you throw in Parker and then, and then Bryce Butler, who you, who you also factor in, and then now you add the size where 
it complements this wide, this wide receiver core very well. Uh, Alan, uh, before we let you go, offensive line always, I think it's a concern everywhere in the country right now. But I mean, down here, more so, uh, not, a, you know, not enough depth. That's been a problem. They get too many injuries and then they're picking up guys off the street. Uh, this, is, this is probably one of the big uh, things that keeps uh, uh, Flores up at night is his offensive line and the lack of the depth that, uh, I mean, they, they got a challenging schedule. Everybody has one, same type of teams. But, I mean, wow, they, there's no days, no weeks off, and uh, they're going to have to be, they're going to have to bring it every week. Talk about what you've seen on the offensive line so far. Well, we can see a whole lot of changes, uh, yeah, starting okay. with the coach who was fired yeah, on Monday. Exactly. And then he leaves. No, and then here's the thing that's interesting. He spoke to the, the assistant offensive coaches spoke to the media on Sunday, and Pat Flaherty, uh, on, in what turned out to be his last day on the job, said that the rookie third-round pick, Michael Dieter, was a long ways away from being an NFL player or something along those lines, but he was a long ways away. And then the next day, the next practice with Dave DiGuglielmo, Back as the offensive line coach, Michael Dieter's taking first team reps at left guard. Uh, <laughs> so you see, you see kind of a nice transition there. Yeah. Um, they have a complete stud in Laramie Tunzel at left yes, tackle, which yes. is the most important position on the offense. They have a an established solid veteran at center, Daniel Kilgore, which arguably is the second most important on the offensive line. Now it's a matter of finding three other guys to step up and really get the job done. I really like Jesse Davis. As a player, he played at right guard last year. This week, he's practicing at right tackle. Is that where he stays? Are they moving back to right guard? Depends on obviously on who else steps up. And this is the hope in the next several weeks that they find two two other guys. Because I would imagine Tunsil Kilgore and Jesse Davis will start two other guys to step up and really look like they're going to be solid players for the Dolphins this season. Whether it be Michael Dieter, whether it be Shaq Calhoun, who's a rookie free agent from Mississippi State, whether it be Will Holden, who used to be for the Cardinals, whether it be uh, Chris Reed, who they signed as a free agent from Jacksonville, they just need two of those guys to step up, get the job done. And then, uh, in terms of the offensive line coach change, the guy they got in place now is a very, very good offensive line coach. So there's no issue there in terms of them being well coached. They're going to be well coached. It's a matter of. Just finding being, enough guys yeah. making the pieces work. Yeah, no doubt. A scrimmage on Saturday, um, like you said, it, this is where some of the questions are answered. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people are going to find out a lot of things this Saturday when they when they put them on and and you know try to go for position. Alan, I appreciate you stopping by. Everybody can visit you over at dolphins.com. Uh, comprehensive coverage, awesome. You guys cover everything uh, related to the Dolphins, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, my pleasure, Blue. Anytime. Good stuff. Alan Poupard from uh, Dolphins.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.